live from Jersey City in Brooklyn, New York. It's Sunday with the Long Lost Heroes podcast. We are uh, about exactly one week out from our last trip to uh, New York City Comic Con. And we are here to do a spoiler-free recap of our adventures therein. Uh, I'm I'm AJ here in Jersey City, and I'm here with my boy... Frankie. How's it going? Frankie. And he's out in Brooklyn. What's going on, dude? How are you? I'm great. Um, it's been a been a good, chill weekend. Um, I love the fall, fall weather here in New York City. It's great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we we recently talked about Joker, which was like part of our crazy weekend last weekend. But we just, you know, there's just so much to cover that we want to talk more about what, what else we did. And yeah. New York Comic Con, which, you know, all you nerds out there know and have probably broke down everything already, but we're slow, so yeah, definitely. But slow. you know, this was our first. This was our first time going. I yes, mean, obviously, I think you, your brothers have been before, right? Yes, yes. My little brothers, Mikey and Ryan, have been to, going to Comic Con for about five years now, uh, and Mike, Ryan, and his friend Devin usually go dressed up as uh, Chewbacca and Han Solo, respectively. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they did not dress up this year. Um, but you did. You cosplayed. Yeah, I did. You have an awesome Obi-Wan cosplay. So let's talk about your con experience, because this was not your first con ever. Yes, it was, actually. Um, but you have, uh, you've never, so you've had the cosplay, but you haven't worn it to a, like, a Comic-Con before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so I, I bought this costume, like, right before Force Awakens came out. and Really? We were like, yeah, we were going to just do, we did Halloween, and then I wore it to the premiere i think or one of the screenings i saw of force awakens in theaters because i saw a few times um and i was intending to go to awesome con in dc and i just you know things came together where i couldn't and so yeah this was my first time actually wearing it like out in public i mean seeing it wearing it in the theater is kind of a lot too but this was a, a totally different experience and like Getting like walking out my front door, walking down the streets of Brooklyn, and getting on the subway—it's like yeah, you were Obi Wan in Bushwick, Brooklyn, like, <laughs> and you like emerge, and then you have to get to all the way to the west side of Manhattan, which is far away from you. Um, so yeah, so how, was were people nice to you? How was that experience? People were awesome, around? actually. It was like I was nervous about it, just like I don't know that sort of Why are you nervous weird about thing it? about me. I just because it's like I don't like people like the attention and whatever and like I just wanted to get there and like but like I, I walk down my block get to the corner take a, a right to go to the subway and like a car comes around and like cheers and like yeah you look awesome and I was like okay I feel better like instantly kind of settled me down and then I'm just like on the subway you get stage fright Frankie eh a little bit but like I mean that's a little different I guess. Okay, so, I but, but even like on the subway, so like what do people do on the subway? Um, it, it was pretty chill. I mean, also it was like basically just past rush hour on a Friday, so there was a sure. lot of people. It was pretty crowded. Um, but like once I, I transferred, uh, like there was a ton of people. Like I, I, I went to Queens and like everyone else was heading the same way and heading towards Comic-Con. And like I saw some people in costume. I saw some people just with like 
really cool gear. Um, and I was just chilling. Like, I had my headphones in. I was probably listening to, like, the Yankees podcast because we're getting ready for the game, too. Right. And um, shout out to the BP crew. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, like, this one guy was just like, hey, can I take your photo? Like, just taking a photo of me. Like, can I take a photo with you or anything? He's like, he just wanted a photo of me. And I was like, that's cool. I'm down with that. Like, so right. yeah, I mean, everyone was, was pretty cool. I think the other thing is like New York comic con has been happening for a long time. And like, this is part of it now. And everyone in the city knows that like this weekend, just everyone's all the nerds are going to come out and they're going to be looking like awesome in their, their cosplay. And so it's like, plus there's like way crazier shit to see in New York city. Like <laughs> someone wearing a, a Jedi robe is like not the craziest thing you've seen seen that sure day, you know? I, I guess so but even still like you look you had like a very i mean you're you're frank marsilio for for god's sakes i mean you look like sicilian obi-wan like he's coming back from his vacation on naboo you know like <laughs> uh so I, I don't know i think you had like a really cool cosplay um do you well, uh go ahead no i was gonna say and the, the funny thing is like the one thing i did differently this time was like the last time I I cosplayed as Obi Wan, I was old Obi Wan, and so I like, sure. I got like the gray spray stuff for my beard and my hair, and like my I think my beard was actually even longer, um, and so like I just went a totally different route this time. I was like, all right, I'm like I'm probably like Obi Wan from Disney Plus show Obi Wan at this point, like a little bit middle aged but not quite as old. Um, so that was fun. I mean, I like. There are, I still have the costume out. Like, maybe I'll wear it again for Halloween. But like, well, I don't know. I, I could do some upgrades cosplay, here and there. When you commit to a cosplay, like, do you? Is then the rule that you have to wear your cosplay for Halloween? Is that like, like a thing? Like, you have to then? Are you like married to it? Do people do multiple? I don't know. Cosplays? I, I mean, I think there are some people that, like, our buddy John Fath, like, he's been a part of like the Mandalorian Mercs. Like, he's got mando armor and he's it's like very specific like unique to him and um i think he actually he had to get a new helmet or something but like pretty much that's what he wears and like i don't know if he's done anything else for halloween any other year but like that's his thing and i do there know that there are some people out there that are really like strict to like this is my thing and like anytime i'm gonna dress up like any con i go to i'm wearing this and like I can kind of see that and respect that. And like, now that I have this gear and like, I may do some upgrades to it. I may want to get new pieces here and there. Like I've got like a shitty ass Toys R Us lightsaber. that like is so like horrible, but like if I wanted to really commit to this and do it more, like I might get something better. Like, yeah, you so I don't know. Like, real it's metal cool. hilt Obi-Wan. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But there's also a part of me that like loves, halloween and just doing other random things like the fact right, that like the, the past freedom. few years i've been able to dress up as other stuff is kind of cool just like other shows and things i like but so i think if i were to continue going to a con i would i would say obi-wan but like halloween i don't feel super tied to it sure so i okay so going to we went on friday we got there super early when it opened. My brothers, who've been going for a little bit of time, know how to kind of walk in and uh, avoid the big stupid lines, which was awesome. And, uh, I mean, what was your, like, first impressions? Like, I've been to the car show at the Javits Center before, Have you? Ever, and I've been to another trade show at the Javits Center. Have you ever been there before? 
No, no, I've never been there. Um, but like, like I said, like the whole experience, like the ride getting there, I was just sort of like had that little bit of adrenaline of that, like, oh, this is kind of cool and different and I've never done anything like this before. And so it, it, it's like, I was definitely a little bit overwhelmed getting there because it's like, wow, there's so many people. Everyone looks amazing and it's like super crowded. I don't even know where to begin. Um, it, it was really cool. Like, I think that, you know, obviously we've been going to Yankee games and other sporting events and concerts and stuff. I think the security there was pretty solid, like considering like you've got a million people wearing like crazy things and who knows what they've got <laughs> with them. Um, sure. But it, it wasn't that bad to get through and like the whole badge system worked out very well. Like I think they've kind yeah, of honed agreed. it down. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just like it is a really cool space because it's huge and you can just like navigate all the rooms and see so many different like. And the other thing I keep telling people is like New York Comic Con is made for like anyone and everyone. Like you can go there and be a comic book collector and like get your fix. You can go there and be a toy collector and get your fix. You can go there and be super into video games. You can go and just be cosplay like it's there are so many different ways to approach it. And like, I think that's what's so cool about it. Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. I feel the inclusive, the inclusivity factor is high. Like that you, I think that walking in, you know, everyone's there to have a good time and have a positive experience and, you know, share in the, in, in the fun that is like nerding out over your favorite stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that that was, re- and I think that that's definitely a huge part of it. I think people really go for that kind of community, you know, in, in a world where we're all on our phones all the time. To be able to go and interact with the stuff in person is is nice. Yeah, and be able to like share, you know, like, oh, I'm a huge fan of th- this one thing. Like all these other people that like I didn't realize was such a big fan of. Like they can kind of gain that community and like make connections and stuff like that. Um, because like from my experience, like the comic cons, like New York comic con, San Diego comic con seem to be like the big ones with like San Diego being way bigger. Like I always approach those as like, Oh, there's going to be news, right? Like we're looking to those things like with the panels and like, that's a whole nother side of it, which like we'll get into a little bit later, but like just to be in on the floor and, and just like be on the ground with all these people. I'm like, I don't know. There was like a really awesome uh, Deadpool cosplay that we saw. We're like, is that Ryan Reynolds? Like, it looks so good. Like, it could be him. Like, yeah. you don't know. Some of these people that are under the mask, you don't know who they are. I mean, most of them are just everyday people, but like, we don't I know. think that's what's so cool. Yeah, we don't know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, one of the first things, like, we walk in the door and like, you, you got there a few minutes before me. And like, so tell me about this. They like unveiled something like right when we got there, right? Yeah. So right when we were kind of like, I was kind of waiting for you. I didn't cosplay. I wore a shirt um, from this company called Roosevelt's and I, it was kind of like decked out in like some Yankee gear um, because uh, I wanted to do that more on that later. Anyway, I'm hanging out kind of watching and I see like this like table like kind of like a table of like you know digital influencer people 
And they're like standing in front of all these different phones and I can see that they're pointing at all their phones at the wall and this like big curtain. And I'm like, oh, okay, like they have this big curtain over here. I wonder what's going to happen next. And then sure as your fucking uh, mama's drawers, they drop this motherfucking thing down on the floor and it's revealed that Susan Collins is going to be writing a new book in the Hunger Games series that is like a prequel to uh, the whole Hunger Games experience. So... Uh, they announced it right there, and they were then giving away copies of the Hunger Games, like, you know, all over... The original. Uh, the yeah. original book all over the uh, town. It was kind of cool. All over the convention center. Um, yeah, so yeah. I like the Hunger Games. I never finished the movies, because at that point, I always felt like the character had kind of lost its, like, footing. So, like, I would be down to, like, go back and revisit them and see how it all ended up, but... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I, uh, I don't know. It'd be. It, it, I'm glad that she's writing a new book first, and we're not just getting the movie and all the shit, you know, before a new concept yeah. was actually created. Yeah, I mean, you know, like that's some one of those things that we maybe talked about a little bit with uh, J.K. Rowling and like the Fantastic Beast movies. Like she went straight to screenplays and is not making books to adapt the books. The movies. Like. And so I actually, for um, the Hunger Games series, I read all three, and I've seen all the movies. And so I do remember hearing like that she was gonna revisit, but I, you know, I hadn't heard anything about it in a while. It's like so this this book is coming out in May, and it's like, like you said, it's a prequel. It's gonna have completely different characters, um, which that's pretty cool. It's like it's an interesting place to reveal all that. Um, Obviously, I'm sure like a couple of years ago, there was probably a bigger presence of of that series at the cons. But, um, you know, maybe maybe in like two years, there'll be a movie about it or something. Or maybe there'll be a new trilogy of, of books that uh, but that's that must have been really cool to just like, cause you're, like cool. yeah, I was... walked in the door and you're like, dude, they just like revealed this whole thing. I was like, wow, I was like, I was just well, I was just shocked and stunned that like this was kind of all happening around me while I'm waiting for you. And then. It was just kind of interesting to like see like all the build up these like you know girls were like putting into making this happen, and then how it just like it was just over, <laughs> you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, it's super cool thing to see like I guess you know get dropped literally, uh, yeah. and then you showed up. Uh, we took some pitches, which will probably be the album art for this uh, <laughs> uh, podcast. And then ultimately, uh, we invariably walked in. But the first thing we tried to do was we had to check in because you were going to be picking up uh, what I want to let you describe. But I'm sure. going to just say it is a 30-inch Squirtle. Right? It's a, it's a it's like a 10-inch Squirtle, but like it looks like a 30-inch Squirtle. Like, um, so yeah. So basically, when you when you have your badge for comic-con it enables you to have access to sign up for these lotteries i think this is something either new this year or new last year where you can put in for certain select panels um like probably the most high-end uh uh the ones that people want to get into the most um and then like they also have these lotteries for like different vendors and booths uh that like sell toys and stuff like that and so like me not knowing what the fuck i was doing i was like well okay yeah i'll sign up for both like i'll do you know i'll pick my top five panels and i'll pick i think you can pick up to two for the booths and so like 
I put into to uh, it was like a Funko Pop. I think it was with Entertainment Earth, um, and I I won the the lottery, which basically it's like you win the ability to purchase something. Which is like fake winning the lottery, <laughs> but like you know, I was like, this is all new to me. This is kind of a cool experience. I'll go, and so you go and you have like a window of time that you. Um, it's like I think from twelve o'clock I was able to go and, but like the line was like constant. Like every time someone would like they would let people in to go make their purchases, the line would move up a little bit. People would fill in the gap and then they would cut it off again. So like we were kind of standing over there and we'll talk about the shoes you bought in a, in a minute. And I was like, Oh, I had the opportunity to, to get in this line. I'm getting in. They were like, Oh yeah, it'll be like 30 minutes. It ended up being like an hour. And so like they, they pass out like uh, the inventory list and they were like, Oh, you can go online to this site and you can see like the live, um, inventory whether like they've sold out of products or not and um so like the one that i went in because like i won it was like this uh funko pop i'm looking at it right now i can take a photo of it for the album too um that's yeah it's like 10 inches the box itself is probably like you know a foot and a half but it's huge a huge squirtle that's like super in the style of pop um, I'm not even a, a pop collector, but now I've got a handful and they're they're pretty cool. Um, I thought it was cool because whenever I played Pokemon, Squirtle was my starter. So I was like, yeah, I'll go for this little guy. He's right. a big, pretty big, big, big boy. Um, but because I was waiting in line for an hour, I was like, I can't go through this line and only buy one thing. That's stupid. Right. <laughs> so I ended up getting this really dope... Um, uh, Star Wars Darth Vader that's like part of this cool graffiti art series yeah. um, that like actually came in a case too and I'm like that one I might actually keep in the case because it's pretty exclusive and it's just it's got like these like cool lines across Darth Vader um, so yeah so I, I picked up both of those I mean at, at the end of the day I spent what like 50 something bucks on these two things and like my experience going through it was like really cool and interesting do I think I would do that every time I went to con? Probably not. Like, I'm not a collector. That's not my thing. But, like, there are some people that were in line that were like, oh, I got to get this one. I got to get this one. Like, they're, that's their thing. They, they collect all the Funko Pops, and they want to get every opportunity they can. Um, but while I was in line for that, you were picking up some pretty sweet kicks, right? I did. Um, yeah. I Listen, I didn't do the... the uh the thing of signing up for the lottery. I did that for the panels, uh, but ultimately I knew I wanted to get something kind of cool. Um, and I wanted to get something kind of practical. I do need new shoes and I've been looking to kind of get a cool set of Converse for a while. Some like just nice new kind of Chuck looking shoes. I've been getting kind of like Chuck offshoots for a little bit. And these are perfect. These are like these really awesome star Wars death star motif. Uh, white Converse. They come with both color uh, laces. Um, they're all natural materials. Uh, I think they're going to be great. Apparently, they mold to the shape of your feet. Uh, I haven't started wearing them yet, but they are—they're pretty awesome. I—I—I uh, I, I think they're very cool, and I can, you know, always use a new pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. And and I think you said that like perfectly that they were very subtle, right? Like, you know that they're Star Wars, and, like, Exa not everyone's going to know Yeah, it. exactly. Like, I'm definitely big into wearing things that are a little bit more subtle and, um, 
kind of subliminal in terms of like the references or like stuff I would wear. I mean, not to be totally fashionistas right now, but like I don't typically like to wear a ton of shirts that have like like words or like sayings on them or like brands, but like most of the time I would probably be wearing like some sort of like colored V-neck or, you know, uh, some of these like Roosevelt shirts, which we'll get to in a second. But, you know, ultimately, uh, you know, the, I, I like my shit to be like kind of like, you know, kind of hidden in disguise. So I think this is a cool way to do it. You know, I think the pins that I have on my, uh, you know, uh, denim jacket are a perfect analogy. You know, they're they're fun, but they're just a tiny rebellion. You know, <laughs> it's just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, so yeah, so we we did that, but then, um, you know, uh, we got to we got to do that, and then I got to pick up a whole bunch of like free shit, which was actually cool. So wearing the Roosevelt's um, uh, shirts, I've been wearing these guys since like 2017. They're a Hoboken-based company. Uh, they make these really awesome Kunu Flex shirts that uh, they're just great for being outside in the summertime. They are water resistant. Uh, they dry super quickly if they get wet. Uh, they, um, you know, they definitely always look super cool. They fit nice and they have great patterns. So like I've have like one that has flamingos on it. I have one with the old school uh, X30 Super Soaker, I think it's called. I, I got tons of these and I have my judge one on. And I got to go over and meet uh, Steven and Brandon. And because I was wearing my shirt, they threw me a DD t-shirt, um, which was super awesome because the next night I wore the DD t-shirt and he hit a grand slam in our direction <laughs> at the Yankee game. So I'm not saying it was necessarily like the t-shirt that did it, but I'm definitely saying it, uh, it was awesome to be wearing the correct shirt at the time. <laughs> Very rarely yeah. do I ever have that like happen. So it was nice to experience that. Uh, and these guys are super cool. After that, of course, I was trying to get my Ghostbusters shirts in time, um, but they did not show up. Uh, so next time, and, you know, I was able to get them literally the day after Comic-Con. So it, it is what it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, those guys were super cool. And, like, I mean, that was, I think for us, both um, part of this experience was just like walking around and seeing all these booths and seeing everything that all these people had to offer. And like, there's like, there's places that are like vendors that like sell their products, but then there's like all these people that are collectors that have been collecting toys and, and comic books and, and all that kind of stuff and, and selling that to other people that are collecting. Um, I think, I mean, I obviously that's like how conventions started in the first place. I think like, especially comic book conventions, that's what they were. It's like, Oh, you want these rare issues. And it was really, really cool to see all that and like to take it all in. And, um, every like couple minutes, every, you guys would like be walking ahead be like, where's Frankie? It's like, cause I just keep getting lost in it all. Like, or getting someone to step on my, my Jedi robes. Um, sure. I feel <laughs> which, which happened. Yeah. So like, I don't know, man, like, I think the cool thing about going the first time is like we were able to take it all in and have this really unique experience. But in the, at the end of the day, like it's, it's a lot of time on your feet. You're constantly moving. There's a ton of people around. Like, like we, we eventually made our way to the panel. Um, and like, that's one thing that I kind of wish maybe we did more of that. We were able to get into other panels and yeah. like, it you know i i had looked at the the list in advance and like picked out some that might be cool and stuff like that but it just always was like oh we're 
moving on to the next thing we have so many other things to do and see but like that maybe because it was our first time like i don't know like it was really cool to walk around and see all those vendors but i think in the future maybe unfortunately it sucks that you have to kind of wait in line for some of the panels like that eats up some time but if there are other big ones i would probably prefer to do that just because like that was like such a cool experience like we'll, we'll get into full details later but like we were able like to we won the lottery for the panel for watchmen the premiere of the first episode and uh, a panel discussion with the creators and cast like that was out of control cool out of control like it, was it, it felt awesome. so exclusive and like but also super inclusive because like what did we do we just signed up and boom we got it like um and obviously exactly it's a huge that. room and it's like several thousand people there like and like i would like to think that you and i um we're like there are super fans out there of watchmen right like we yeah. both like Watchmen, we both read the book. We both uh, have seen the movie probably a few times, but it's not something we live and breathe and like constantly think about. I'm sure there were people in the room that that was like their thing, like you know, for us like a Star Wars or a Marvel or something like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. And You're it was right. cool to be a part of that. And like, um, yeah, I, I you know, I think New York Comic Con is one where. Um, it's not quite as high profile as maybe San Diego. And so the panels can be uh, as cool as something like this premiere, but as like low key as like just a discussion on, um, you know, science fiction books, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Would you have like, what, like if you could have done things differently, what would you have done? Gone when I was 21. Um, I, I <laughs> you know, I, uh, I I liked it. I think it was super cool. I wouldn't have done it differently because I really did want to experience it because I hadn't ever done it and my brothers had been going and they seemed like to really enjoy it and that it would be really fun. And I enjoy a lot of this stuff. I do. And as somebody like, I don't know if the podcast knows this so much, but like I do collect, you know, some action figures. I have a whole set of Justice League, um, you know, toys from 19 from the late 90s from kenner like i have everybody from the dc comics universe uh i have spider-man toys from the first movie i have x-men toys from the first two movies um i have crazy like offshoot furbies i have tons of different stuff uh i didn't see a ton of that stuff like represented there so like maybe i have to go to like more of like a toy fair kind of thing to see more of that kind of thing maybe um, but, or, or maybe you need to do like a little bit of advanced research on like who's going to yeah, be there, where to go and, and find that way these things. Because like when you're actually in the room, it's like finding a needle in a haystack. Like you oh just my like, God, there's yeah. so much. Oh my God. Yes. Um, so yeah, it was, it was very cool. I didn't get any comics. I didn't like have, like, feel like we had the time to like, really like go and dig and look around and it's just everyone's running around and going crazy the whole time. Uh, yeah, it was super cool. I, I think I would go again in a couple of years. Uh, the panel experience I think was the highlight for me for sure. I would love to go to more panels if that were possible. Uh, I loved the experience of, um, getting to see some exclusive footage. Like it really felt like, you know, San Diego hall H kind of shit where you are looking at something that, nobody else has yet seen and you're going to take this information and you have to kind of be 
a little bit quiet about it for a little while while you uh, think about how awesome it was. And that's a yeah. cool little challenge. And uh, it was so awesome to see um, the people they pulled out for the panel because I did not imagine that they were going to do what they did. Yeah, I, I think that was really... I agree. The The panel was the highlight for me. It was worth uh, the wait. I mean, I mean, what did we wait? 45 minutes or whatever? It wasn't that yeah, bad. Yeah, it wasn't like, that bad. Um, you know, we, we got there. Like, there was a moment where I thought we fucked up and we, we missed our opportunity to get in or something. But, like, they're like, oh, no, no, no. Like, that, that was a little unclear to me, the way, like, the lottery worked. Because I don't think anyone actually scanned our badges or anything. So, uh they just kind of waved us through when we said we had the lottery. Um, sure. So I, you know, maybe there are other people that didn't win the lottery that were like, yeah, I won the lottery. And it just got like waved through. I don't know that that was a little iffy to me, but um, yeah, like the, the fact that like uh, they, well, well, the one thing I'll say is like, we got to watch a full episode. I think it's kind of crazy that there are some uh, panels that it's like, even at like Star Wars Celebration or D23, it's like you're going and you're seeing like a trailer. Yes. <laughs> right? Agreed. Like, and like sometimes that's like as big as, as seeing a full episode or a movie. Like, you know, that's, that's a totally different experience. Like, thinking about that, it's like if we were in the room when uh, they revealed the, uh, the episode nine trailer, like that, you know, those people are going crazy. Yeah, that's like, a whole different uh, thing. But like, I think it was equally, uh, well received and like uh there was just um just a really great energy in that room yeah like you, you come in there's kind of like a dj going hyping people up but like they very much are like hey no phones i think if anyone had their phone out they probably got thrown out but um that that's just like a risk that you take and if you're gonna do that you don't deserve to be in there right like um and then yeah like you said the the idea that this show doesn't premiere for two weeks like please don't review please don't post anything don't talk spoilers like we want to preserve this and it's been a little bit weird like because you know the advertising is ramping up and people are like starting to talk and think about it and i'm like yeah we got to see it (laughs) oh yeah we did hell yeah we did um so yeah hell yeah we did i i liked it i think it was cool um, you know, I'm definitely down to explore the the possibility of going again. Um, I didn't love it. I would, I don't know who my cosplay would be. Um, and that makes me sad. But other than mm. that, uh, before we get dig into the spoilers of, uh, the Watchmen panel, anything else you want to touch upon for your, uh, NYCC, um, wrap up? Um, uh, I mean, I think it was, it was cool. Like, I think, um, there were, oh, the other thing we didn't get to talk about, like, there's this whole thing called Artist Alley, um, yes. where it's like all of the, the, it's like different artwork and design and, uh, comic book artists and creators. And like, we just, we kind of breezed through it, but that's another spot where I feel like you can really engage and, and get some more, um, just you know if you're a big fan of some of those those comic artists or stuff like that like that's a really cool area um neither of us i think we're super into the the idea of like going for photographs or autographs of some because they they had that like you know tom hiddleston was there paul rudd like 
uh, Billy D. Williams, like a lot of those guys are there, and that's like a cool thing. But it's like you gotta pay money for that. Like, do yeah. I really want to wait in line, pay like two hundred dollars to go like have twenty seconds with Tom Hiddleston? Yeah, no, no. like. Not really my thing, but there are super fans out there and maybe people that have a little bit more disposable income out there that would want to do that. And it's like, you know, cool experience. But so, yeah, there's a lot of different uh, avenues to tackle it. Um, I had a great time. Um, The food trucks was a cool experience. I think that was a smart way of doing it, like being able to send some people outside. It was a nice day, so you can do that. Mm. Um, Because I think the food court was kind of a mobbed constantly um and uh but yeah i think i would i would definitely go again i would probably do some things differently just like because i've done certain things now um and yeah i can't wait to talk about watchmen (laughs) all right kids so uh, one episode is going to end right now and while that episode is ending i want you to think about going to uh lunglostheroes.net and uh, taking a look at the podcast page and also, you know, all the information we have about what we've been doing and who we are. You can also uh, email us, info at longlostheroes.net. You can find us on all the socials at LLH Podcast. I am AJ coming to you from Jersey City. I'm Frank coming to you from Brooklyn. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a great afternoon or a great evening or even a morning. Who knows? Bye. (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha